Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. Time. Remember this song, Down in the Boondocks? Yeah, the, the guy uh, had a hit out of it named Billy Joe Royal passed away a couple of weeks ago. Down in the boondocks, down in the boondocks. Recording's a little wobbly. I tried to call you with the news right away, but I, I couldn't get a hold of you. He was 73. And I could never tell from listening to this song as a kid whether this was a man or a woman, even though the reference was to being a boy. And I thought, Billy Joe, that could be a woman's True. Name. Yes, and it is. Anyway, uh, so there's that passing. And uh, so anyway, it's good to see you. It's been a, been a while. We were recording in my studio now. Yes, it's nice to come to your place i didn't have to vacuum i didn't have to pick up beer cans i didn't have to do laundry uh, I, and i always use bottles <clears throat> for beer yeah i so, didn't have to yeah. do any of that i just got in my car and left my squalor behind and yeah. drove up here kind of nice for a change I, I guess it is uh i uh, got ready today by ironing this uh shirt that i'm wearing and these pants but um I, and I'm going to put this picture, it should be there right now as you listen to this podcast, a picture, of, a photo of the ironing board as it currently exists in our house. And I, I, I don't know what to do about it. It has a um, mechanical deficiency right now. So that as you can see in the photo, if you're looking at it, its top position now is about six inches off the floor, <laughs> maybe eight. And so rather than fix it, or go out and buy a new one, I just squat down and do my ironing like that. Yeah. It did it work okay? It, it works okay. Well, your clothes look okay. It's tough on the back, but... Uh, did you think about, and I don't know, this might be a really bad idea, but did you think about lifting it up and putting it on like a table? Didn't think of that. <laughs> well, I mean, I was ironing at the time, and then it decided to fall all of a sudden. I see. So then I would have had to put the iron down and all that. And I've tried to adjust it, and it'll stay in place for a while. Until you press on it. And then, just without warning, you it, you could just be looking at it. They wouldn't, you won't even have to put any weight on it. All of a sudden, down yeah. it goes. That's how I feel sometimes. I'm just so old and worn out that I just can't stand up straight anymore. So You do not want uh, that thing to go down when you're there because, you know, the iron's on it. That baby drops on your foot. Mm -hmm. It's curtains. So, right. Uh, which is, by the way, another thing you can use an ironing board for to 
unwrinkled curtains. Well, now I know, uh, you know, Christmas is coming up. I've been yeah. racking my brain about what to get. Well, you yeah. know, our anniversary happened recently, and I thought, dang, there's a missed opportunity. I think I did get an ironing board for my birthday once for my ex-husband. I thought you told me about that. Yeah. Wasn't it like one of your first uh, anniversaries? Yeah. Something like and that. And it was an ironing board or something. Yeah. And, was and it, it was probably, and he probably meant well because I was doing what you were doing, saying, yeah, this stupid thing is broken and I can't iron. And in his addled little male brain, he thought, ding, I know. I'll make her life easier and get her a new ironing board. Have I told you lately that I that's paying attention to what's going on in your life. <laughs> I mean, it, it's different than my dad would buy my mom waffle irons because he, you Wanted know, waffles. would think, I want waffles or something. <laughs> so he, he would do the opposite, but he wasn't thinking uh, in the way that your ex-husband was. What does she need? Yeah, sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. that almost well, it was fell really over. Nice. The yeah. microphone almost sorry. fell over. Sorry, that was Quince's fault. It's, uh, it's going to happen as we're trying to re-establish ourselves in this studio but good to have you back in town you've been traveling a lot right i have been um it's been okay i um i wanted to to tell you about an a bad habit that i've i uh, yeah i, I can I, tell yeah i can see what yeah. no i'm just, just that i started that i it, this i was down in where was I? I was in california and then spent some time in san diego have you been to San Diego? Have you driven on the freeways there in San Diego? Not lately. They, I, used uh, to, I used to run there's in action. San Diego over to Tijuana on foot. <laughs> Perhaps you've seen some pictures of me yes. and my children yes. on, the, on the signs. Did you ever come back the other way? Or no, you, just, just one, one way. way. Ticket. Yeah. No, I haven't been to San Diego in some time, but uh, everybody just says, man, this is a beautiful, livable really place to beautiful. be. Yeah. It was beautiful. And I, I mean, I was 80 and 90 degrees down there in October while I was there. Um, they have speed limits signs posted on the freeway. They have those. Mm -hmm. But you know what? They, it doesn't matter. Those don't matter. You can go as fast as you want, apparently, in San Diego. You can. You can, okay, so what's so, your point? So I'm just saying. Well, they do that here too. No, no, I'm no, I'm People talking. People don't observe this. No, no, I'm time. not. I'm talking 20 miles over the speed limit. As fat when you, when I say as fast as you want. That's, I'm going five miles over the posted speed limit, and people are horribly past me. It's a little frightening. Yeah, well, a little then, frightening. Then you are in that situation where you have to decide, do I... Keep up with isn't traffic? Isn't it smarter to keep up with yeah. traffic? It's safer, I really, suppose. to break the law. They're not going to pull us all over. That's always my thing. <laughs> that is just, that's a terrible way to think. Well, that's, like, that's like when you're with your brothers. Mom can't spank all of us at the same time. Well, there's a good degree of logic to that. I mean, uh, but, but I, I do think you imperil yourself. If you're the if you're the one putt putting along, doesn't it annoy you when somebody is just pit putting along? I'm that's when I'm finding myself in my car yelling all the time. I am Come not, on, move! I, I'm not pit putting. I I don't believe if I'm already going five miles over the speed limit, I don't believe that's pit putting. So, well, I know it's not really, yeah. but I mean, 
If you're not uh, keeping with the program, then uh, you're endangering everybody. I suppose. You know, it's a little frightening. And then, and then the so whole... So what, what's this habit then? Well, so the habit about? is my, my aunt uh, actually has done this her whole life, and it used to horrify me. Now, I can hear you, so keep talking. i got to go get something. Keep, keep well, going. you've got to focus on me. I have to tell am, you what she's doing. I can walk and, and listen at the same time. I'm just going to go over there. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So my aunt. Okay, your aunt. Has this and always has had this bad habit when she's driving. Right. Where she would make a, tour, a turn whenever it suited her. And, uh-huh. and it didn't matter if it was a one-way street and she needed to turn right against the one-way. She would just turn right because she needed to go that way. I don't recall. And then if it was a U-turn or there was no U-turn to be made, you couldn't make a U-turn. She would just make a U-turn. Her 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 f- f- philosophy being, I yeah. need to get down that way right there. I need to go there. Yeah. But Pam. Yeah, I'm back. Pam, now, what were, were you talking Pam, about? You Something to do with your aunt. Yes, her driving. She would just make turns and anywhere she felt like it. Didn't matter what the sign said. At all. And would she use the turn signal? You probably said this when I was... Doesn't matter. Who cares? It's a one-way street. You can't go that way. Oh. She would. Oh, okay. I need to go that way. And it would horrify me. I, I'm now starting to do that. I'm like, you know what? I need to make a U-turn here, and it says no U-turn, and yeah. I'm just doing it. Yeah, well, I mean... And I... I'm going down streets I shouldn't be, and I'm driving in places I shouldn't be, and I... What is that? Why am I doing that? Well, I think you're I, being expeditious. I mean, it's just, uh, there's, you, I'm sure you, uh, who among us does not do that sort of thing once in a while? If, I never did that drive. thing. I was a very careful, I wouldn't say careful I driver. I'm, well, this is carelessness. I'm being careless and just, because well, I got to get somewhere. Well, that street's going that way. But you know what? If I look around and there's no other cars coming, I'll just zip down it real quick and do it. Yeah. Well, I think you're speaking to the larger uh, issue which is, uh, see, well, particularly around here, Seattle gridlock, which is which it drives you nuts. And so you start to figure out, well, you know what? I'm going to have to try and beat the system here because the system is so screwed up. And I think you make those decisions, not because they're justifiable, but because this stuff drives you crazy. It does drive me and crazy. If you, the more law-abiding you are on the road... Uh, the more frustrated you will be. It's the law-abiding people so you're saying, that don't cheat in the HOV lane, that don't speed, so you're, that don't you know that, that follow all the rules. They're the ones who are 20, 30 minutes behind everybody you're else. You're encouraging me then to just forget signs and forget dr- uh, careful driving, forget everything you learn in driving school, and just do what I want? <laughs> Is that what I'm hearing you say? I am saying just ignore all the signs. problem I'm really having and and I don't want I know we've got people who drive they say drive truck which bugs the hell out of me what do you do for a living I drive truck you mean no, like this no, guy you drive a truck yeah like this guy I got on my wheel and I went out on the town dragon I had a big old tree look like I wrecked a beer wagon I got a hospital bill and judge waiting for me to pay I had a sweet little honey just two six-packs away. I told the judge there was two trees and I went between them. I know you love that song. (laughs) All of those songs. So let me make it clear. Yeah. I don't hate truckers. 
because I've learned to love them because of this guy. Believe it or not. And I this song. I wanted to be a trucker one time. Uh, more than one time. I think truckers are lovely people. I just I thought can't it sounded picture... romantic to just get behind a big old rig and see the country. Do you think he could handle a no. beast like that, though? No, no, I couldn't. No, but I just thought the idea sounded really cool. So, did you ever drive one, like just nope. to play or? No, nope, I else? could. I can can't drive anything that has more than one gear, <laughs> much less eighteen. <laughs> so it's not the truckers that I I don't like. So don't anybody write me any letters. It's the truck. It's the it's the machinery that I I hate hate trucks. I well, hate them, and I'm going to tell you why. Well, I now hate don't, them. don't but don't feel like gee whiz, I'm all alone in this. I mean, I think uh, Steven Spielberg, one of his first movies, traded on that. That's right. Kind of universal fear people have because there's a certain anonymity to a truck driver and a truck, and yes. it's bigger than you are. And They're it's scary. scary. And you get a They're you get too... a guy that's angry. He just is just found out his wife was cheating on him or something. And then he gets behind the wheel of an 18 wheeler and he's angry. Maybe yeah. he's a little drunk. Yeah. And uh, yikes. Yeah. And they'll just like move in whenever they feel like if there's a small a small little spot and I'm thinking you yeah. have no bu- first of all they have no business in the far left lane ever. But they're there all ever. the time. My, you uh, drive a truck, you have to stay in that lane. Well, and they're I, supposed to. They don't. But they, but it just doesn't happen. They're then. too big. They don't even fit in the lane. They're too tall. I'm freaked out every time I go under an overpass with them that somebody didn't do their job and measure right. Or put too much air in the tires. Yeah. And they... Well, well the other, here's the thing. Why don't we spend the money? Done. I am not done. Why don't we spend done. the tax money and build a separate highway system that is just for trucks? So trucks have their or, own highway, and we have a, or, the rest of us have. Or ours. we don't have to spend the money that way. Why don't we just do it on a um, on a uh, a timer, like from eight to ten? You guys get to drive on the freeway, <laughs> and then everybody else gets it. You guys get two hours. You better get where you're gonna go. Yeah, that'll certainly help our commerce. And system. then you guys can fight it out. The other thing that bugs me about them is they're just so slow. It's like, hey, I'm a truck. Well, especially going uphill. Here I am, I'm a truck. And then the problem is if one slow truck gets behind another slow truck and decides he's going to try to pass that truck, and it's two lanes, and he gets over into that lane, he's like, I'm a truck. I'm a truck. There'd be no truck drivers if it wasn't for us trucks. No double clutching gear, jamming, coffee, cranking nuts. They drive their way boring, and they have all the luck. There'd be no truck drivers if it wasn't for us trucks. And you're like, oh, come on. It takes them forever to get around that other truck and get back into the... You think a de- too you, slow. Do you think a truck driver makes the decision... That I'm going to go slow. No, they can't. Their their, their you, job is to deliver things missed, as quickly as they can. Time is money. Everything I so, just said. I don't hate the trucker. The I hate the truck. That's well, what, what are you going to do about it? I don't. Don't. There's nothing I can do about it. But All right, I can hate don't, it. Then don't hate it. I can. 
I can hate it. Don't and, hate things unless they can be changed. And and to just become like, lovable. Just like I don't. I'm and it's because I'm scared of them. I'm scared of trucks. Well, they you scare be, me. Especially and after then this in the diatribe. rain. And then in the rain, <laughs> when they kick up all that water and you can't see a darn thing, they scare me. They scare me the same way snakes and spiders scare me. You know where it's scariest is uh, if you drive this regularly going from Seattle to Portland. <clears throat> on on I five. On I five. It's no. the worst. Oh Why? yeah, that, that's exactly you what you're talking about. You got four lanes of traffic. Oh no, no, it's sometimes you have four lanes. Sometimes it comes down to two. Oh. And when it's raining, yes, it's very. And at nighttime, it's. I don't know what happens at night, but when it's raining, your headlights seem to just bounce right off of the the wet surface and go up into the air. They do. They accomplish no illumination at all. Right. You cannot see where you're going. Right. You can't see. The lanes, you don't know where where are the lines. Am I inside a lane? Am I straddling two? You can't tell. And then Scary a truck comes stuff. by and a big, you know, wave of water goes over you. And yeah, so I don't, I just, I don't. Well, I think a lot of truck drivers have the philosophy that my father-in-law used to have. Uh, he, he and uh, his wife owned a couple of different motor homes. And so we would go riding with them once in a while, and he'd be driving down the road, and all of a sudden, he would just change lanes. He wouldn't look yeah, in the mirrors. Just he, change lanes. Just change yeah. lanes. And we'd say, and they'd go, what are you, Pop, what are you doing? He'd go, I'm big. They'll yeah, get out of exactly. my way. Exactly. Yeah, that was his. It scares me. Yeah. They, 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 you're not the one worried. You're the truck driver. Yeah. Yeah, everybody else better yeah. look lively. It scares me. Well, it should so scare So I you. do, I think that we should have specific <clears throat> times dedicated to and this may be a way to get rid of the the gridlock too maybe what what we do is we say all brown cars if you have a brown car you can drive on I well, my car between... is always brown so that that won't work <laughs> you can drive between 9 and 10 a.m all blue cars get 10 to 11 red cars get 11 there's solutions to this yeah don't you think and there probably are good solutions other than the ones you just <laughs> mentioned I don't see you offering up anything that's well, going to help. Well, that's stupid. You what? can't do that. Come on. See, of course it's Let's stupid. Let's talk about real solutions Unless you here, try. Okay? They had a meeting recently in Seattle where they got all these, you know, there are people that are transportation traffic experts. That have that are being paid what... a lot of money to study this. I know. And have they come up with anything? No, they don't come up with anything. They're all excited about driverless cars because they think those are going to find their own parking slots uh, in Seattle. Uh, they're they're excited about light rail stuff and shuttle buses, uh, you know. They're they're talking about things like um, retiming the traffic signals. That would be good. How many times have you driven down a road mm -hmm. and you go you go through one light and then you stop and you're waiting at the next light and then you, that goes and then you stop at the next? Why and you're thinking why aren't they time these things so yeah. that I don't have to stop every light intersection? Those are the ways they can affect. Uh, you know, but people's that doesn't drive help, times. That doesn't help the freeway at all. There's no stoplights on the freeway. There aren't. <laughs> I know you wouldn't know it because traffic's always stopped on the. It freeway. seems like there is one. Maybe it's not there anymore. But I remember driving. I think it was. Hmm. I want to say, I, eighty four, that going into Idaho, somewhere between or going down the to Oregon border and Boise. I thought there was like a stoplight on the freeway. It was <laughs> utterly incongruous, but. <laughs> It's probably, it's years since I've been there, so it's probably not true anymore. But the point is, there are people who are thinking about it, and they can't, even the experts can't come up with good solutions. So while I denigrated your brown car idea, Red car, green it's car. probably as good as any of theirs. Sure. And, and let's face it, Seattle is so far behind the, the curve on 
doing anything about our transportation. At least Portland kind of got their act together going years ago with light rail and things like that, that we're just now beginning to put our toe into the sand about. And light rail doesn't answer the, the problem for many people who don't live near a light rail system. Yeah. Oh, hear that sound? Yeah, it's Patty leaving. You remember that old sound? That's our garage door opening. I do remember Just that. Straight, listen, listen, everybody. That is a huge garage door. <laughs> that sounds, went on for like five minutes. It sounds Or big, is it just super it? slow? It's slow. It's very <laughs> slow. And uh, I've tried, have you ever tried to uh, fix a broken garage door? Yeah. It's got these giant springs. Yeah, you got to be careful with the springs. I'm always afraid I'm going to snap back like a cartoon yeah, character. In the, in the f- yeah. yeah. Hey, do you have any um, slippers? My feet are really cold. It's cold up here. Why is it so cold up here? I'd rather if you ask for odor readers. We've got plenty of those. You don't have any slippers or yeah. socks I can borrow? Yeah. You want me to go get one? It Look, means I'm going to have to leave the room again. Well, um, oh, you leave the room and I'll do. Uh, I'll thank the podcast contributors. Perfect. Okay. Uh, now, i got to tell you, these are used slippers. They're not new. Oh, okay. That's fine. Okay. Are uh, they your slippers? No, or? I'm going to go get... Well, how, what size feet? Well, Patty has little tiny China woman yeah, feet. Yeah, her feet are twos. Like, she had her feet Maybe a bound. one. Her feet were bound when she was a child, <laughs> yes. I think. Yes, she was. So I better get your big clodhopper yeah, I've got, slippers. Uh, yeah. Or some socks. Do you have big, like, big furry yeah. socks? No, well, uh, let me find clean something. Clean ones. Do you have any clean ones? Oh, boy, that's a tough call. All uh, right. While okay, you're you doing, think the listeners. Okay, you, while you do that. I, I won't be gone long. I want to continue talking a little bit more about traffic because they had a great article in the paper recently All about right, people. Yeah who try to cheat in the HOV lanes. <laughs> Going to get the slippers now. Here I go. Oh, them golden slippers. Oh, them golden slippers. Golden slippers I'm going to wear because it looks so neat. All right, so we want to thank our podcast com- contributors. It is just such a delight that you guys help us uh, defray some of our website costs. Um, so thank you very much to Mary uh, Koch, K-O-C-H, uh, Matthew Rudow, Rudow, or Rudo, Rudo. You know what, Matthew? Why don't you email me and tell me how you pronounce your name? Because you've contributed more than once, and we want to say your name correctly on the podcast. Uh, thanks to Gwendolyn Thomas, uh, Eric Hansen, uh, always a regular contributor. We appreciate it very much. Uh, David Heislop, uh, thank you very much for your contributions. If you want to help us out, just the price of a cup of coffee helps us out, uh, keeps our website up and running, and uh, anything you can, we, we really appreciate it. Just go to peculiarpodcast.com, and you'll see a little icon of a coffee cup on the right side. Just click it. You do not need a PayPal account to do this. Um, it's very simple to do, and we appreciate it. We also get listener emails, which we love to get. You can send your emails to... Uh, comments at peculiarpodcast.com and uh, also don't forget our Facebook page if you want to post any uh, messages or um, anything on our podcast page our Facebook page please feel free to do so we always appreciate that as well so again you can send us emails comments at peculiarpodcast.com or pat at peculiarpodcast or lisa at peculiarpodcast Well, Pat's not backed with my uh, socks or my slippers. It's really cold up here. Maybe. Oh, here he comes. I'm all done. 
would you get would you bring well, you know i wasn't gone that long that means we do not have many contributors <laughs> that's not good how about these oh those are nice right oh patty's drawer right? oh them golden slippers oh them golden slippers golden slippers i'm gonna wear to walk the golden street these are seahawks colors kind of yeah go hawks yeah see i know you were a fan how, so how are they doing uh <laughs> as we are uh as we're recording this they're just doing so so did they win yesterday because today's monday this uh the oh, day we're recording so this so yes they did win yesterday but uh, i have no nails left yeah. On my hands or my feet. Well, isn't that the excitement of watching the no, game? No, I thought no. that was the excitement of watching the game when no. you don't know. I mean, if it was just like a gimme every time, that would be boring. Isn't that the whole point? That it's, oh my gosh, can you believe how close no. that was? No. Isn't that what you live no, I for? I want them to destroy people. <laughs> I, it's the reason I watch a Transformer movie. I, that's what I want. You want and complete I, and utter decimation. I don't want them just... i, I got to buy a defibrillator to keep watching this team. It's too too hard, I tell you. Okay, so uh, I love the article in the paper the other day in the Seattle Times. It was... Um, the headline was, Dummy and Dumber in the HOV lines. And it says, as troopers have cracked down on the violation that most irks local drivers. You're talking about hating trucks. Right. Well, you must admit that when you see somebody cheating yes. in the HOV lane, you just think, Nothing you can do about it. I wish I was doing that. Or you say, where's where's a police officer? No, no I never say, I wish I was doing that. Oh, I always I say, do. where's a police officer when you need one? Yeah. yeah. And so rarely does justice seem to be done. Uh, it, th this is great. He said, a uh, cop says, we've seen mannequins, we've seen sleeping bags propped up with hats, <laughs> articles of clothing, duffel bags, Halloween masks on bags. You name it, we've seen it. There's a great picture of a, just a big, big, fat, huge teddy bear sitting in the passenger seat next to the driver. Oh, let me be, oh, let him be your teddy bear. Isn't he cute, officer? <laughs> I just want to be. And they say, did this guy really think that that was persuasive? Uh, but, uh, you know, people will try it. And then, and then, of course, it's not only that they're bold enough to do that, but then they always have a litany of excuses like... Yeah, uh, I'm wondering, what do they say when they get pulled over and there's a teddy bear in there? Well, the... they'll say, I was, I'm really late for work. Oh, so they're justifying the yeah. teddy bear. Like, I'm sorry. I there's know nothing else I could do. I know I'm breaking the law, but I'm... the One of the better ones was, and it, this was down maybe in Lewis County or somewhere, where they don't really have a lot of HOV lanes. But uh, this trooper was following this guy, and when the guy uh, saw the policeman, he seemed to start speeding up, so the officer pulled him over for speeding. And when he uh, when he went to the guy's window, the guy says, Oh, sorry, I was trying to speed away from you, officer. See, my, my, uh, my wife uh, was uh, having an affair with a, another trooper, and I, I thought you were... <gasps> You might be that guy, and so I. Wow, did. that's really good. It was something like that. He did. He still gave, gave him a ticket, but he thought it was. I don't have it exactly right, but basically, he said my ex-wife ran off with a trooper, and I thought you were bringing her back. <laughs> 
wait a minute, he didn't want her to be brought back? <laughs> Apparently. Okay. And the guy guy said, the policeman said, no, yeah, it actually made me laugh, but I gave him a ticket anyway. I don't want her, you can have her. She's too fat for me. She's too fat for me. She's too fat for me. I don't want her, you can have her. She's too fat for me. She's too fat. She's too fat. She's too fat for me. I get dizzy. But, uh, yeah, there was a... They tell tales of an HOV stop with a guy who had the remains of 36 cremated bodies in his car. And then the driver said, well, you know, since all the remains still have Social Security numbers, they're considered people, aren't they? And another, I love that. You know, I do. I, I mean, just think that it's audacious. Have they, and it's kind of fun. It, well, it is, but have did they? You know, there's loopholes everywhere. Does it actually state that it has to be a living body in the seat? They say that pa- the, passenger says a passenger. The correct? state state patrol says the definition of people is not limited by age or licensing. But it does exclude dead people, oh, it does. and it does exclude animals. So, because oh. some people have tried to get by with, you know, my dog, dog, is, dog yeah. is sitting next to me in the car, yeah. and I had to put a seatbelt on him. I guess the thought is, and and they're inconsistent about this when it, you're talking about little kids, but I guess the thought is, we're trying to get other drivers off the road. That's the point of rewarding people in the HOV lane. If mm-hmm. you've got two other adults in your car. Those are two cars that aren't on the road. It's cutting down on the not necessarily on the car, but that's the thinking. But then, how come women that have little infants in in in, in seats? How come they get to ride in the HOV <gasps> lane? Those wait kids... a minute, they do. Sure. No, they don't. Heck yes. You are making that up. No, I'm not making it up. That see, no. that's been true forever. No, yeah. no, if no. If you got no, a five year old no. and then you no. got a baby in a car seat. They, you can ride in the oh, HOV lane. Oh, man. I call you-know-what on that. Well, I do, too. That's, but it doesn't matter. And I also hate the inconsistencies of the of the carpool lanes. It's two it's two people here, but it's three people there, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. you got to be consistent about it. It should be How about people, this one, please? Well, oh. um, can I just say it needs to be yeah. people who are licensed to drive. If the, if the whole, I agree. If, if the whole th- I know. <laughs> You're singing to the choir here. If the whole purpose of it is to get extra That's cars right. off the road, and That's it should right. be everybody who has a car. Not only should it be a person who's licensed to drive, they should also have to own a car. That's right. Wait a minute. Uh-oh, there's barking going on. I don't know what's going on. I hate to stop this thing down. Let's just hope everything works out. Okay, if we hear any Hang on, scream. hang on, hang on no, for a second. No, no, don't yell at them. Mister, come here! Mister! I call my one dog Mister. Oh look, Mr. Boy. he's really good. Yeah, what's going on? <clears throat> Everything cool? I can't believe he came right away. I've got my two dogs, and then Lisa brought her dog Quince over here. So I don't know where he is. Maybe yeah, he's, he's here. The they all, all three came back they together. Did? Yeah. Oh, good. All right, Maybe. let's hold it down. We're trying to do a podcast here, okay? Not a pet cast. <laughs> I think they're. I think I we're hope, gonna. I, I think we're gonna hear from them again. All right. Uh, another HOV stop involved a guy driving a hearse, and I always thought about this too. If you had a hearse and there's a body in the casket, yeah, um, does the dead person count as a person? And they say, no, no, you can't. Not, but, and then the other, you know, another person argued about her dog. You so know, a dead, full-grown person doesn't count, but a baby who can't drive, yeah. and poops his pants. That's counts. what. That's what I. That's what I do not like about this system they're well, inconsistent I would like to chat. I'd if like the to idea have... is to take drivers off the road uh when's the last time you saw a five-year-old or a t- an infant driving a car so that yeah th- that's ridiculous it'd be nice to have a little chat 
with whoever decided to come up with this rule. Well, it's time to change out, it too. And find out now, yeah, but don't you just want to know what they're how they would justify that? Well, the way we see it is that eventually the five-year-old will be driving, so now's as good a time as any to just teach him about carpooling. I suppose. I don't know. I was talking to somebody about, and again, yeah, everybody's got justifications, and we're so we're so concerned about mm, offending anybody and all that kind of stuff. I, I was talking to somebody about the days when I used to work at this place that is now going to move out of its building. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Well, yeah, you can say it. Yeah. King. King yeah. TV. King TV is going to move yeah. out of the building. And aren't they destroying the building? <clears throat> aren't they wrecking balling it? They're going to put condos up. And I believe they're going to put a Chipotle restaurant on the ground floor. No, <laughs> I don't know. But, Yum. But, uh, they, yeah, so this building, they kind of outgrew it. And the property is down there where, uh, you know, Paul Allen is, or Amazon or whoever <clears throat> it is, taking all the real estate they can down there. It's Vulcan property. So it's too valuable a property anymore to just let a TV station be there. So let's put condos up instead, you know, to be homes for all those drones that work down there. Uh, and uh, and then, then King will go away to some relative broom closet because they don't have very many people working at TV stations anymore. And they only hire really skinny people now, so they can get more people in. <laughs> but anyway, I was thinking about the old days of when I first went to work there. This would have been in the early 80s. And how I never gave a thought, and I think most people didn't give much of a thought, to how freewheeling uh, times used to be. Now, I guess it depends on your point of view. I mean, if you are a woman and then you had some guy that was sexually harassing you in the workplace uh, or if you felt like as a minority you weren't given equal treatment i get all of that point of view but i'm talking more about just having a good time at work mm -hmm. we hear these read the stories about the new york times article about amazon and what it's like to work there and mm -hmm. people crying at their desks and all that kind of thing and, and all they're i can not unique though everybody cries at their desk at with some corporation i don't not think everybody. i've ever cried at my desk well, I, I would always woman. get up and i would walk to someone else's desk <laughs> get my weeping over with and then go back to my desk that's the way i think it should be done i'm so lonesome i could cry no, but I felt like crying. I mean, yeah. in places I've worked, and, and you have too, I'm sure, just because you're so bewildered and something doesn't seem fair, and it can be anything from not getting a promotion you believed you were, you had coming, or... Or just somebody was being a jackass, jackass or and, your boss wasn't fair, yeah, or an unfair you boss. misunderstood, or yeah, a million things. I mean, so, that's a, you spend eight hours a day in a place, and of course... In the middle of King's Lobby, they had this towering staircase that went in almost a spiral fashion from the first floor up to the top, which I think is four floors up. And it has the balcony that you can overlook. It has balcony overhangs, so you, yeah. if somebody's down the lobby you can be on the second floor and you right. look over the railing of the balcony and say hey i'll be right down larry right so it's like that so one time i had somebody waiting down in the lobby and i was coming off the second floor staircase and just to be silly i did a pratfall where i fell down the entire <gasps> length of the staircase you did yeah, I do stuff, stupid stuff wow. like that all the time. That, no, I'm impressed. That's... Little small-brained people are more into physical humor than you know sophisticated types. That... I don't. I think I don't think Shakespeare would have fallen down a staircase, but I'm well, impressed. Einstein wasn't into that so much. But you have to know how to fall right and stuff. 
Yeah, and it was cement stairs. They had a thin layer of carpet, but yeah, they weren't. They were punishing. Yeah, you had to figure. I'm going to have some bruises, but it you was know, worth it for the laugh. It was, it was worth it. So I, I do this fall down the stairs, and I land at the bottom of the stairs, and I'm supine, looking skyward, and I look straight up, and hanging off the railing of the uh, overhanging balcony is is the president of the entire company looking straight down at me. There's a wonderful man named Ansel Payne. He's looking down at me. That's so super smart, and, and you know what he said to me? But He said, Hey, Cashman, remind me to get those stairs fixed. <laughs> It was so great. He didn't. He didn't say, "Oh, are you okay?" Yeah. Oh no, no. Are you? What happened? No. He's just. He knew I was just being a goofball and call. I mean, that was the kind of place it was to work, and I loved it. Another time, they were. I was working the, the sales department. One of their members was having a birthday party, and so somebody had bought one of those big sheet cakes mm-hmm. that come in those pink boxes. You know, those big yeah. flat pink boxes. Yeah. Said, "Hey, Larry, happy birthday! Continued great sales, or something like that." So they were having their sales meeting, and then at some point they said, "Hey Pat, would you go into the oh, other room and no. grab the cake oh, great. for Larry's birthday?" And I said, "Yeah, you bet." So out I go, and it's—I <laughs> don't want to even. It's know in an adjoining doing. room. Of course, what I do is I carefully lift the entire cake out oh, of the cake box. Oh, you're so smart! Close the cake box back up, and then I... come waltzing into the room <laughs> with the cake, and of course trip and fall and splat <laughs> flat onto the. What everyone presumed was the cake. That's very In that funny. moment of silence, there's a gasp and then silence. It was just, you can't not, oh, there's not enough money in the world yeah. to pay for that. It's so great. That's awesome. Yeah, I loved it. So anyway, that was what was uh, fun about it. And, and, you know, a lot of people sit and lament things and say, back in my day. But I do That's think, why we say that. Because... But I do think there's truth to it. It's yeah. not just getting old and crotchety. It really right. was more fun. I don't think people... I was never afraid of losing my job, even though I you know, lost my job many times. Yeah. Um, people kind of... They didn't see a huge distinction between uh, having fun and being productive. Mm-hmm. In fact, it, and there's a lot of studies about this, that when you have fun in the workplace, uh, places like Google and, and right. a lot of ad agencies... Uh, they uh, they even set things up so people can take a nap in the middle of the day and right. all that or kind of stuff. Ping pong tables, ping pong tables, or all sorts hoops. of yeah. yeah, all sorts of stuff. So I don't know why other places don't get that, uh, why, and why you would want to create an atmosphere where people are are not having a good time and are afraid. Because there's work to be done. Edge. There's yeah. work to be done, and there's going to be some people who just people will find ways to screw off anyway. And if you give them a ping pong table, don't you think that's just sort of begging for trouble? Yeah, I'm sure that's the thinking. If I yeah. were owner, if I owned a business, there'd be no ping pong tables, no nothing. Yeah, you get to work. That's what I'm paying you for. Yeah, yeah. Get your butt to work. Yeah. <clears throat> Jackass. Hey, do we have time for me to show you something that I brought? Um. Or do you want to talk about something? Else? I want to just make one really quick observation because it's something that just happened just before we were recording this podcast. What? It was, uh, I was watching the World Series. Oh, is that still on too? <laughs> I don't know. Is that, I didn't know the World Series. Do you even know what sport the World Series is do, does, about? A, it's, it's baseball, of course. Mm-hmm. Good, that's good. But do they run them at the same time? Is basketball still going on too? 
Oh, yeah, there's basketball, and of course there was the football game, the Seahawks. And Are the Olympics NFL. happening it now? Not currently, I don't think. There's soccer and all that stuff. <laughs> anyway, my point is that they did this touchy-feely thing uh, uh, in the, uh, the the announcers of the game did, where they're looking at a guy who's the manager of what turns out to be the winning team in the World Series. And they're talking. Who is it? Tell me. Who won? Um, I forget what his name is. No, but what did the Chicago? Wasn't it Chicago in it? And you know the only reason? No, Chicago wasn't in it. Chicago wasn't in it. No. Oh, who? New, New York Mets and Kansas City Cubs. Cubs, yeah, Kansas City Cubs, exactly <laughs> right. And the Kansas City Cubs wound up winning the whole thing, as it turns out. Okay. But the manager of the Kansas City Cubs. Is Ned... You're making fun of me now. I no, don't know. No, no. What are they called? Kansas City Pirates. I, I don't know what they're called, the but Cameron Cubs City, is a better name for them Kansas than what City it is. Kansas City Orioles. I don't uh, know what they are. Uh, I think it's... Um, Padres. Uh, Roger Miller had the name. Kansas City Star. That's what I are. All right. So what's, I think that's it. So what about him? Uh, so they were saying all these wonderful things about him. Ned Yost is such a such a great man. He came up through the system and sat at the feet of many other great managers before him, and he's inspired these young men to be the best they can be, and brought them all the way to the World Series. Blah blah blah. Meanwhile, they have a shot of Ned Yost in the dugout as they're saying all these nice things about him. And he's got his finger about <gasps> to the third knuckle in his nose. Oh. <laughs> and you'll think... That's so awesome. You know, I'm thinking, well, get, take the camera off of him. <laughs> you don't need to be looking at him to talk about him. <laughs> but they just stayed there and lingered. And poor well, guy had now, no idea, I'm sure. Poor guy. Now, wait just a second. And then my so wife you says... You always do this. So then my <laughs> wife says... She said, what other sport do they do that? What other sport are they always picking their nose or blowing their nose or something except baseball? She said, I don't see it going on in football. I don't see basketball players do it. Well, you can't get your finger in the... You got a helmet on, first of all, in football. You can get your <laughs> finger in there. It's not that they don't want to. They do. Oh, oh so, but here's the so other you'd th be in favor of helmets that have a little hole in the front so yeah. a guy could... <laughs> get his... I'm just trying to explain why it doesn't happen. Larry Jenkins will be on the injured reserve list this week with a broken index finger. <laughs> well, but you're, you said poor guy probably didn't even know. Here's the deal. He's on, on in yeah. the World Series no, you're and he exactly knows there's right. cameras everywhere. Exactly no, he right. He doesn't care. No, you're right. You're right. He There's no, you can't say, I had no idea there was a camera nearby. Right, yeah. You're, you're on TV. There's 50,000 people in the ballpark and millions watching. You right. have to know. Listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at peculiarpodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. 